0: The message you're about to listen to is produced by Sierra Isle Media.
1: Are you glad you came? Tell us on the word of God is working. Today we're looking at the spirit of the father. The spirit of the father. The spirit of the father. The Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Father. First of all, who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead. Several times the Bible reveals to us the three persons of the Godhead. The first one is in Matthew 28 verse 19 where the Bible says baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and what? And of the Holy Spirit. You see that? It is in the names. It said what? In the name. Don't forget the Holy Spirit is co- equal with God. Acts 5 verse 3 to 4. But Peter said, Ananias, why has it filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? Who did he lie to? Who did he lie to? The Holy Ghost. And to keep back part of the price of the land, verse 4. Why does it remained? Was it not your own? And after it was so, was it not in your power? Why has thou conceived this in your heart? That has not lied unto men, but unto who? So who is the Holy Ghost? God. The Holy Spirit is God in action. Whenever God is at work, there's the Holy Spirit. God on the throne seated is who who is who? the Father, God manifested in human flesh is who? Jesus. 1 Timothy 3, verse 16. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest where? In the flesh. And who is that? Jesus, the word was made flesh. The word became flesh. See that? So when God manifests himself in physical form, who is that? Talk to me now. Who is that? When God is working, who is that? You see that? You're three yet one. 1 John 5 verse 7. There are three that bear witness, record in heaven. The Father, next. The Word and what? The Holy Ghost and these three are what? Are one. So we don't serve three gods. Because there are some people who feel we serve three gods. We don't. It's one God. Say one God. One God. There three. Let me show you something. Revelation. And by the way, it's not revelations. It's what? Revelation. And um, it's the revelation of Jesus Christ. The focus of the book is more than the end time. What's the focus on Jesus Christ. Look at Revelation 1:1. I'll show you something I want to show you about the spirit, but I' just going to show you this. The revelation of what? The revelation of what? The revelation of the end time. Revelation of what? Jesus. Jesus Christ. Which God gave unto him to show unto his servants. It says, things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servants. So you can see, it's a revelation that God gave to Jesus. And he gave it to the church through his servants. See, he gave it to the angel. The angel gave it to the servants. But if you look at the book of Revelation, the big thing in the book of Revelation is more than the end time It's what? Jesus. Amen. Okay, now look at this. Verse 4. John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who was and who is, who was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne. Hallelujah. It says the one who what? Who is... Uh huh. Who was and what? Who is to come? And from the seven spirits who are before his throne. You have the Father there. You see that? You have the next one who? The Holy Spirit. He has sevenfold expressions. And from who? Verse 5. Verse 5. And from who? Jesus Christ. So there are three, but yet what? They are one. Are we together? All right. So you know that. We're looking at the spirit of the father. Say the spirit of the father. Christianity is not a religion. I'm going to say it again. Christianity is not a religion. But there is a religion in Christianity. Have I confused you? How many of you are confused? Religion is the outward observance of rules, regulations, ceremonies. We have all that. Am I right? But that is not the essence of Christianity. Christianity is a relationship with God as Father. Religion is the worship of God without a relationship. When you hear a religious man pray, he will say things like, Oh God most high, oh almighty God. He's a religious man. You see, you will never enjoy the beauty of Christianity until you realize it's a relationship with God as father. When you hear a Christian pray, he will say, father. Heavenly Father. Blessed Father. Why is he praying this way? He has a relationship. In Matthew 6 verse 9, Jesus says something. Look at this. He said, after this manner therefore pray ye. What did he say? Our Father. If Jesus, Jesus could have told us when you want to pray, say, Oh almighty, powerful, everlasting, strong God, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, very powerful. What, ah! what did he say? our father. How do you feel as a parent? All right? Let me use you, Mrs. Mboli. Your son comes to you and says, the mama, the CEO of a thriving baking industry, the CEO, you say, waiting because they're already suspicious. Let's say Joshua comes to me, he wants to ask me something. He says, The apostle. The, the founder of Equip. Presiding pastor of Charismatic Renaissance International Church. The man of God that has insight into the word of God like never before. When he gets to me and says, Joshua, Joshua, what do you want? But if he just comes and says, daddy, is a proof of intimacy. I'm not saying we shouldn't praise God. I'm dealing with the reality that many Christians have not walked in. That's why we're looking at the Spirit of the Father in third service. Because a lot of your eyes will be opened. Jesus said, when you pray, say, give us my, uh, Luke 11, beginning verse 1. Jesus said, give us 2. They told him to teach them to pray. When you pray, say what? Our Father. Do you know that when you pray, you scarcely say, Father? Because you feel you'll be too close. I love the fact that it's shocking a lot of you. I see it in your faces. You mean if I want to pray, just say, Daddy, I thank you. No. Almighty God, you need a fear. We have the fear of God, but we have a relationship with Him. That's what Jesus came to do to bring many sons unto the Father. Many of you have not yet known God as father. That's why your Christian life is very empty. Give me John 4 verse 20. We're going to look at the spirit of the father. It says, our fathers, we don't know who's talking here because those of you don't know, this is the the woman of Samaria. So let's go to 19. Let's see. Okay, so you get this. The woman said unto me, sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Verse 20. Our fathers worshipped where? In this mountain. Notice she said our fathers worshipped. She didn't say what they worshipped. Now many of you who, you've been serving God. What I just said about Father, Son, and Holy Spirit almost confused you. Because you're like, oh, they are One. Because you're trying to reason the word of God with your mind. The truth of God's word is received by revelation. The woman said, Our fathers worship this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is a place where men ought to worship. See, it's religion that divides us, revelation unites us. So the woman in Samaritan said, we worship on the mountain, Mount Gerizim. And you Jews worship in Jerusalem. Next verse. Jesus said unto a woman, believe me, the hour cometh, when you shall neither in this mountain, nor yet at Jerusalem, worship the Father. Notice the use of words by Jesus himself. He says, worship the Father. Say, worship the Father. Your songs can reveal whether you know him as father or not. The search of the human heart is for a father. Everybody here, one way or another, you're searching for a father's love, a father's recognition, a father's approval, a father's acceptance. Everybody. Because when you get a father's approval, a father's acceptance is love. You can't fail. When a child gets that, that child cannot fail. Everybody here is looking for a father. You think you're looking for money. You're actually looking for a father. Because the reason you want to have money is to be recognized to be somebody. Why do you want to be somebody? To be accepted. Because you're looking for a father. Why do you want a position? Why do you want a title? Because you're looking for a father. See, Jesus said, "You will neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father." He's, he's trying to let the woman know this is about a relationship with God as your father. Verse twenty-two. He said, "Give me to me in the New King James, because you worship you no know not what some people might lose what it, what saying here. You worship what you do not know." You see that? We know what we worship. Then it says, for salvation is of the Jews. That word of in the Greek also means from. So you can say salvation is from the Jews. Give me the new one translation please. Maybe NIV or something. Salvation is from the Jews. You see that now? Go back. All right. It says... You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship. First of all, of the Jews, verse 23. The hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers, whew, that means they are false worshipers. We worship who? The Father. In spirit and how in truth. For who? The Father is seeking such to what? to worship him. The goal of the redemption is God bringing sons into glory. God is not seeking servants, quote unquote. He's seeking sons. A relationship. He says the father, say the father, Do you know that one of the most distorted views of God is God as Father? Because the first Father you knew never gave you unconditional love and acceptance. When you come 44 out of 44, you know that hell is going to break loose in your home. They catch your ear like this. Say, you need grace. Now, the father of that child doesn't know that the reason the child is failing is because the child never had a healthy relationship with his father. All women that are morally loose never had a healthy relationship with their father. It's more than buying things for a girl child. One thing the girl child needs more than any other thing is the love, acceptance, and the affirmation of her father. I watched a documentary on prostitutes. Every one of them had either been abused by a man somewhere in their lives or even by their fathers or their father was never there or they were raised by single parents. Because when a girl gets the love and the affirmation of her father, she knows she's a star. Every girl is looking for attention. Why do they lure the neckline? Why do they cut their skirt? And where what they call those hot, dangerous skirts? I was talking one day with my wife. I said, They call women hot, they call a the guy cool. She's a cool guy, she's a hot girl. Because the lady is looking for attention. If you think I'm lying, why did you wear makeup? Talk to me, lady. You'd have come out like that. No. I know go carry last. Every boy is looking for the father's affirmation. That's why young men are very daring. That's why they join cults. They want acceptance from their father. In politics, there's a man that stands and helps the boy achieve or the man or the woman achieve. What do they call them? Godfather. Because what you're really looking for is a father that will love you unconditionally. If God was only looking for singers, why angels singing are better than our own? Please. These are our voices that can crack. Angels playing is better than us. Come on now, if God was just looking for us to just sing. He wants worship that comes from a heart of love. Angels worship out of duty. We worship out of love. Are you following me? He says, the father is seeking such. Lord, they are sinking in heaven to you. I created them to sink. They have no choice. They must sink. You know, love is not love until there are options. Someone can say, I, I, I love Toyota products because there are other options. If there's only Toyota in the world, you can't say, I love Toyota. I enter Toyota. God gave you a will to make a choice who you should worship. Angels just sing. There are some angels that sing like program record. Holy, holy Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy Lord God Almighty. Sing another thing. Holy, holy Lord God Almighty. That's the way they program them. We can sing as we like. We can tell them, Lord, you're so beautiful. Lord, you're awesome. Lord, you're great. Lord, you redeemed me. No angel can sing the song of redemption. No angel can sing this song, only us. We are the only one, hear me, no angel knows God as love. All angels know about God is holy. Study your Bible. The angels relate to God as the almighty. Holy, holy Lord God almighty. They relate to him as the most high. They never relate to him as father. That's why when a man, no matter what he has achieved in his old age, it's not his achievement that matters at that point, it's his family. Your worship matters to God. What I'm saying is very high for some people. See, because many people have been in religion. When I say, Father, I love you. No angel can say that. They've never been redeemed. They can only say, I serve you. I honor you. I praise you. They can't say, I love you. Let me show you something. First Peter 1 verse 10. I'm laying a foundation here. That's why when we sing, get the theme right. It helps that people comprehend. Of this salvation, the prophets... I have inquired and searched carefully who presides of the grace that should come that will come unto you. Now watch this. Angels see this God. They fear. They fear Him. He has dealt with Lucifer. They all fear Him. And His Almighty God suddenly becomes a baby. Almighty God becomes a baby, and a woman is carrying God. Ha! Then, this God who has become flesh lives his life. And when he was about 33 years old, he chooses to die for human beings that were treating him without honor. When Lucifer sinned, God said, I cast you down to the ground. Man sins, God said, I'm going to die for him. Ah. The angels don't understand that. Because if they miss it, no forgiveness. Look at verse 11. Searching what what manner of time the spirit of Christ who was in them was indicating when he testified beforehand the surface of Christ and the glories that will follow. Watch this, verse 12. To so them it, reve- it was revealed and they're not unto themselves, but to us we're ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit from heaven. Says so these things which angels desire to look into. That God, this glorious God became a man It wasn't enough and now he died. They could not believe it. He was Acts 20, verse 28. Acts 20, 28. It says, Therefore, take it to yourselves and to all the flock with the Holy Ghost as made you overseers to a shepherd the church of God. The church of who? The church of who? The church of who? Complete it now, which he purchased with what? His own blood. With whose blood? The blood of God. Angels can understand this. You mean with all that humanity has done? God goes to the cross, dies for them, and while, while the human beings were treating him anyhow, he still said, Father, forgive them, for they did not know what to do. Ah! Angels say, We need to look into these days. When Lucifer and those people fell, at once judgment. And now God goes all this far for human beings. And the big one, after they nailed him and all that, I told you, he died naked. God that is covered in glory. There's glory around God. Every time they see him, there's something new about him. They shout, holy, holy Lord God almighty. And here this God He's still totally naked. As a mere human being. You don't know how much. The father loves you. For the first time Jesus said on the cross. My God. My God. Why have you forsaken me? Why? At that point he was separated from God because of our sins. That was the first time. Jesus. Never used the word father for God. He told the Jews, he whom you call God is my father. That's why they wanted to stone him. Some of you are almost stoning me right now. When I say, when I want to pray, I just say, father. See, what would be that? The Jews, big stones. How can a human being say he's the son of God. If the son of God. is saying God is his father. That's why they wanted to stone him. John 5, 17. I have to lay a foundation. I have not even started my message. I'm laying a foundation. Jesus answered them, my father has been working until now and I have been working. Verse 8. 18. Therefore the Jews... You see that? The Jews all the more uh, uh, sought all the more to kill him because he not only broke his but he was saying that God was his father. Making himself equal with God. See their, their view? How can you? You know the fear? You say God is your father. Most of you don't say I'm a child of God. You just say religiously I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Child of God. If you knew what you meant when you said you are a child of God, this is my child. If you look at his face and look at my picture when I was young, I was only darker. He's lighter. Because the mother gives the skin for the most part. So, now, if you look at this child and look at him, he says, oh, this is, this is, ah, it looks like when Apostle was small. Watch this. You say you are a child of God. I have two legs. He has two legs. I have two hands. He has two hands. And he's a very intelligent boy. Because his papa guesses. Wait a minute. You are a child of God. Whatever is in your father, whatever is in your father. Like Father, like father, like father, so there is nothing in your father that is not in you. See religion religion has robbed us. Religion has robbed us. Now many of us just we after all, I' a be human being. Uh. <laughs> You have me now. Jesus didn't talk like that. Jesus would say, Father. He didn't talk as though God was very far. So when you want to talk, huh, Almighty God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Gideon, the God of this, of God, so all, all this plenty. if you want to praise me, praise me. If you want to talk, talk. So I praise him. But if I want to pray and ask him for something, pretty point. John 11, let's begin from verse 41. I'm laying in foundation. It says, Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, what did he say? Uh-oh. No protocol. Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Verse two, and I know that you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I said, "Is that you, they, they may believe that you sent me?" Notice, notice, the Jesus just Father, but many of us are not play, praying for that place of intimacy because we don't know yet know the Holy Spirit. Give me Hebrews two verse ten. It says, for it was fitting for him by whom are all things, that's Jesus, from whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to what? To glory. In bringing many sons to what? To glory. Then he says, to make the captain of the salvation perfect through sufferings. Next verse, verse 11. For both he who sanctifies and those who are all sanctified are all of one, for which reason he is not ashamed. I am the brother of Jesus. See, nobody said this. <laughs> me from me brother of Jesus. Because you are thinking with your mind. You're not know, receiving revelation. Give it to us in the Amplify. Look at this. Look at this. It says, for both he who sanctifies, make men holy, and those who are sanctified, all have what? Not the same Papa born them. If they check your blood group and your brother's blood group, what will it be? What will it be? The same. Why? It came from the same seed. Jesus was born of the word. Are you aware of that? I said, are you aware of that? You are also born of the Word. Of the word. Jesus was born of the spirit. You are also born of what? So whatever is in him is in you. So the Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. Oh. Let me get two men. If I let me do something, let me get two men and a woman, and they should be about the same height. Two men and a woman. Two men. Nobody wants to volunteer. They don't know what I want to say. Maybe I'll say one is Jesus Christ, one is the devil. So, no. <laughs> Let me see. Are you about the same height? Let me see. Stand. About the same height. Okay, you come. If I three of you come up the altar so they can all see you. The altar sanctifies what comes on it. So, come on the altar. Up here, up here, don't be afraid, come up here. So the two men, the woman being your center, the woman being your center. Come. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I look at this. Can I say as it is, so is she? She's a woman. She has ovaries. It has semen. We cannot say as he is, so is she. There are things in her he doesn't have. There are things in him she doesn't have. I can only say as he is, so is he. Because he is a man, whatever he has that makes him a man, this man also has it. Are you following me? So, when the Bible says, as he is, so are we, he's saying whatever is in him that makes him what he is, is in us. Thank you. Celebrate them. Are you catching this? Because some of you have been in religion for so long. You just use your mind and say, As he is in this world, as he is. As he is. Jesus Christ. Now that I wonder not so. Hear me. Whatever will not happen to Jesus is not permitted to happen to you. Jesus said in John 14 verse 12, he said, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do how? also. Now, you cannot do what he did if you don't have what he had. If this is not true, then I caught Jesus in his first lie. Did Jesus ever lie? Did Jesus ever lie? Talk to him, did he ever lie? He said, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, what did he say? Shall he do also? If I can do what he did, whatever is in him that empowered him to do what he did is also in me. Oh, is this helping anybody? See, we have been in religion for too long. I see so am I in this world. Yeah. See, God will pay attention to your prayer as though Jesus prayed it. All right, John 16, 23, downwards. In that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father, you see that again? Whatever you ask the Father in my name, what did he say? Whatever you ask the Father in my name, what did he say? I mean, if you believe that Jesus prayed, he will get the answer. And if you are as it is, if you pray, See, no everybody answered. Because you lack revelation. And that's why when you have this revelation, be careful what you pray for. During the Second World War, just during the war, but before the war, the Jews have been arrested and certain Christians were working with them. So this particular man was in one camp and the different camps they kept them, right, where they punished them. So he was in this camp and he prayed to God that God should move him to the other camp. And God heard his prayer and he was moved to the other camp. And as the war started, the camp where he was, was the camp first set free. The camp he asked to be moved to was set free two years later. Be careful what you pray for. You might just get it. See, when you have this revelation, that when you pray, because as he saw in this world, in the name of Jesus, it's as though Jesus himself prayed it. So it receives special attention. You're not careful what you pray for. Because you want to pray for what he wants you to pray for. Because you'll get what you pray for. Jesus said, everyone that Asker does, Everyone that asked it, everyone that asked it. Notice you asked, but you did not receive because you lacked revelation. Because he said, "Everyone that asked it received it." You see that now. So when we are praying, most of us we are praying in doubt because we are in religion. There's something just to the plan. He said, he said, he has never said no to his granddaughter for anything she asks for. And God is more loving than just the planters. Let's look at Matthew 7, 7 all the way to 11. So look at this. When I read the first part, you read the second part. If I say ask, you read, it shall be given unto you. Okay, ask. 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 Is when I asked what happened, it was given to me. Seek, knock, verse 8 for everyone. How many? Everyone. How many? Everyone. How many? How many? how many talk to me? Everyone. Now let's think about it. Everyone that asks. Go to Mark eleven 24. We'll come back here. Is this helping anybody today? It says, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask in prayer, believe that you receive them. And what did he say? Do not believe you receive them. And what did he say? Whenever we pray to God, we do not believe that we receive We are waiting to see first. So a woman is believing for the fruit of the womb. And it says, Father, in the name of Jesus, your word says, children, the heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. And Father, I ask that you give me two boys in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, she doesn't believe she's received yet. You know the proof? She will not be waiting for when she misses her period. You see that? So our sign is in the flesh. So how does the devil steal the child? Watch this. Maybe she conceives. Whenever she sees blood, she believes she has lost the child. Why? Because one may not believe in the first place of the word of God, but blood. You will catch it. When she prayed for the child, she said, Father, I ask you for twins. Okay? And when you ask, what you receive? But she didn't believe she received then. She waits until she waits until when she misses her period. So the day or she'll miss a period in that period, maybe the two months later, or a month later, or three months later. So, that must have taken in. She didn't believe she received then. So now when she sees blood, she says, Ah, I have miscarried. Because for her, when she missed period, she had conceived. So when she saw blood, she had lost the child because her faith was not in the word of God, but in blood. Bishop O'Hippo's wife, when he came back from a three-born time, when she was pregnant with her first son, when he came back, she said, she saw blood. So he asked her a question. What is in you, a baby or blood? She said, a baby. I caught my hand, what would you see? She said, blood. She said, okay, give me my, we asked for his food and eat. I never discussed it. And she delivered their boy, David. If their faith was in blood, they would not have had that boy. See, I'm trying to bring you away from religion and science because most of you believe when you see. No, when you see, that's not what I believe in you. No. Know. Believing is based on the word of God. Are you following me? Yes, okay, Pastor Faith Ab- Abioye, she bled throughout a pregnancy throughout, and she delivered the child. I think we even had one lady that bled throughout in, in our church, too, that was having all kinds, can- she delivered the child. Where is your faith? See, that's why you need to know God as Father. Go back to Matthew 7, please. It says, for everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to whom he who knocks, it will be opened. Verse 9. Or oh, what man is there of, 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 among you if his son, notice it brings prayer back to relationship. If his son asks for bread, will he give him a stone? Do you know that many of you are afraid to pray because you don't know God as Father? I don't want to surrender fully to God now before you know God, go call person. Because you don't know him as father. If you knew him as father, you will rest. You will rest knowing that because he loves you unconditionally and wants what is best for you, you know that whatever God tells you to do is what is best for you. Most of you here don't know him as father yet. Verse 10. Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? I mean, if your son asks for bread, you, you give him a stone. Let me see. There are some fathers in Africa. Say, you like food, you like food. Say, say take bite, bite, bite. Ah, say, you learn too much. Learn your lesson. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, if your child will ask for fish, you go and give the child a snake. Nobody would do that. Verse 11. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask Him? Are you aware that God wants to always do you good? You stand on the road like this. So I beg, remember come on for a road before motor come jump, person. Why? You don't know the love of the father. Even if a car was coming to me and I did not know, the father would turn that car away. The father. Give me John 14 as we wrap this up. Give me verse 16. And I'll pray the father. Give me the old King James verse. And I'll pray to you, Father, and shall give you another comforter that he may abide, remain with you forever. Verse 17. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because seer to him neither it seeth not need anointing, for you know him for a daughter with you and shall be in you. Verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. The word here is Jesus of I will not leave you as orphans. One reason why God gave us the Holy Spirit is for that Holy Spirit to give us a sense of sonship. Whereby as a child of God, you have no sense of fear because you have a father. That's why when you were small, when you had a nightmare, what did you do? You ran to your parents' room. Because one reason for the father is to cure the child from fear. Most of you here are afraid of your future. Some people are afraid of 2019. People are relocating to Canada, relocating everywhere. People are running everywhere. Because they've not yet known the Father. Give this to me in the NIV. NIV. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Most of us here are living like orphans. Orphans beg. That's why you beg. You call people and beg them for money. I beg nobody. Here's my wife, she'll tell you. I don't borrow from anybody. I don't buy on credit. I am a child of God. I have a father. I'm not a bastard. Child of God, your father may not love you. Your father may not value you. But God, as far as He's concerned, you are His child, and He's responsible for you. When He taught us how to pray in Matthew six, He didn't say we should beg for bread. He said we should ask Him, demand for it. Give us this day. There is daily provision for you, child of God. You are not in religion. You're not an orphan. Go to John 16, quickly, 23. I want to wrap this up and I want this to sink into your spirit. Verse, verse 24 now. It says, until now, give it to me, New King James here. He tells you, until now, it says, you haven't done this for Ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy. Next verse, please. It says... I have spoken of you of this man and because of speech, but soon I'll stop speaking figuratively and I'll tell you plainly about the Father. Next verse 26. 26 please. In that day, you will ask in my name, I do not say to you that I shall pray to the Father for you. You know, some of you wish you could say, Jesus, I beg, beg, Jesus, I beg, let me beg God. People pray that kind of prayer. How many of you have ever prayed that kind of prayer before? Okay, see some of their hands at the back there. Say, Jesus, I beg. let me beg, God. Jesus said, in that day, you will ask in my name. I do not say, that, say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. Give it to me in the message translation. Look at this. It says, then you can make your request directly to him. How? Directly to him in relation to this life I have revealed to you. I won't continue making requests of the Father on your behalf. Jesus said, I have opened the way. My Father will do for you what he will do for me. Ah. Give me verse 27. It's like I brought meat for you today, not not children's church food because I'm seeing the way some of you are looking at me. It's too high. For the Father himself loves you. So he says, pray to him because the father himself loves you. Because he loved me and I've believed that I came from God. So as a child of God, when you make a request, God will answer it as though Jesus himself prayed it. You see that? Many people don't know the heart of God. That's why when David went to take another man's wife, God was angry. He said, if you, the wife, I gave you Saul's wives, if that was not enough, you could have asked me for more, more. In other words, he was saying that if you needed more, I could still give you more. Don't take what belongs to another. That's why I can never steal what belongs to another person. See, I know God as my father. No matter what you have, this is my wife here, I have no eye, in, eye on any what anybody has. No matter what you have, I don't envy you because I have a father. See, people have been traveling abroad. They'll call me, oh, for, 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 "Will you go to this place? Do you go to that place?" I said, "No, I'm not." Uh, Lord says, "It's not time to go." He said, "When I want to go, I'll go to South Africa." And when the time came, I fly only business class. I don't see economy. I see only Oyibo and a few black people. Yes. Why? Because I waited for my daddy. I was not envious. I was not desperate. You have a father. You are not a bastard. Stop begging. Give us Romans 8.15. I just, I want to sing this so as we we end this service, you go with this understanding. For you do not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. See, fear is the presence of bondage. Most of us are afraid at night. You hear a whoo. See, they don't come. You've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. You have received the spirit of adoption. By whom we cry out. That word there is daddy. Abba means daddy. Father is a legal term. When you move into a deeper intimacy, you call your father daddy. The Holy Ghost came so you could know God intimately. Intimately. But many of you see yourself as far away. Some of you wish you were angels. I don't wish I was an angel. We have something better than angels. That's why I didn't call my child angel. When we're younger, we liked the name angel. But as we grew, we found out there's something better. The children of God. God loves me so much that he tattooed my name on his hand. The Bible says he has inscribed us on the palm of his hand. If you look inside God's hand, you will see my name. You tattoo on your body the name of someone you love or their image. If you look in God's hands, you will see Malifeso. The father, the father, the father is your father. There's nothing you need in this world that daddy won't give to you. Stop begging. Stop crying to humans. Stop crying to humans. They are limited. Cry out to daddy. Zephaniah 3, i I read it to you again and again. The Lord your God in the midst of you is mighty. He will save He will rejoice over you with joy. He will quiet you. He will quiet you with his love. He will quiet you with his love. You will quiet your fears. He will quiet your worries with his love. What did he say? He says, he will rejoice over you with singing. And I told you that God dances over you. And the scholar was talking about, he said, it means when you leap and dance, you're so excited about the person. The father is so excited about you. And he's singing, Evelyn, my daughter, every my daughter, every He's so excited about you. You make God
0: dance. The father
1: himself loves you. You know why your faith has not been working? Your faith has been in yourself, your faith has been in your walks. The Bible says faith walks by love. Galatians 5, verse 6. When you know God loves you, your faith becomes an unconscious faith. By your heads for a moment.
0: Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word. And his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wally Fessor, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Bill Bulu. Yenegua bio State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003 382 7072 or 005 120 4708. God bless you.